Yo, what up? Top of the top, episode 78, Stash House Podcast, man. Your boy Tyler checking in. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Before y'all tune into this episode, man, be on the lookout. The new playlist for the week, 15 of my favorite records. So far from this year, man, we in June. So I feel like I get y'all 15 of my favorite records so far from the year. But mostly, man, this episode, man, my Game of Thrones binge. That's all I've been on lately. So I give y'all some insight, man. My favorite scenes, favorite characters, all that good stuff, man. So sit back, relax, enjoy, man. Episode 78, Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Hey, what up, man? Episode 78, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in, man. Your first time listening. Appreciate you for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute to you also. And it's an episode. You saw some topics you may want to hear about. Appreciate the love from you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, leave reviews. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, man. The feedback, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody been staying safe, man. Staying alert, being aware of what's going on in your surroundings, man. Paying attention to what's going on in the world. I know it's a lot to keep up with. Uh, speaking of a lot to keep up with, I just feel like coming off of two straight weeks of like rough news week, I just feel like it's good to just come in on a brighter note, a good little positive episode for y'all today. Uh, it's still, shit, still rough news going around the world still, but I just feel like I just owe it to the audience, man, for a good, uh, fresh, breath of fresh air, I would say, type of episode, man. Uh, just been rough. Like I said, everybody just stay safe, man. Be aware, be alert. Um, and like Tupac said, man, keep your head up. I know it's the cliche thing to say in times like this, but keep your head up, man. Stay prayed up. Make sure your family good. Make sure your friends good. Uh, keep your money straight for everybody going through it. With sense, you know what I'm saying? All this went down with COVID-19 and everything. If you got a job, just be thankful you have a job, man. Be thankful your friends, your family still around to spend time with you, man. And like I always say, this too shall pass. Uh, a, lot, a lot of different um, places, man, opening up now. I guess phase one, two, three. I don't know what phase. Shit, I don't know what phase they on now, honestly. But like I said, man, I was waiting because you got the beaches, people going to the beaches. And on top of that, all the marches and everything going on. Of course, people with the marches having their face mask on. But still, man, I'm waiting to see what's going to come out of with these marches and the beaches reopening with the numbers of COVID-19 because it's still a thing. Like, don't let, don't get confused. Don't think it's just, oh, whatever happened to co- uh, coronavirus. That shit's still around. <laughs> That's what happened. The shit's still around. But I'm just going to wait, man. Like I said, 4th of July weekend. We'll see what goes on with that. And, of course, my birthday weekend. I don't, I don't give a damn what's going on. My birthday weekend, I'm going to do something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about the birthday weekend. Because normally, if I celebrate my birthday, shit, I'll wait three weeks after my birthday to celebrate it. Shit, so I'm going to celebrate one way or another. And uh, I didn't want to say it two weeks ago, but I was like, bro, just imagine. Just imagine how the conversation is about to be like after all this is settled. And everything in 2020, I just imagine, like, shortly after the type of conversations that's going to be happening, and just imagine 20 years down the line, 10, 15, however, you know what I'm saying, your kids get to that age where they're learning about this in school, just imagine, like, when they come home from school, just be like, yo, 
we learning about the year 2020, like, what all happened. Like, just imagine the war, them war stories you about to tell your kids about this year alone, man. It's going to be crazy, but like I said, man, keep your head, <clears throat> keep your head up, stay prayed up. And uh, before I get to this, this episode, I do got, like, a random question I want to ask for people in Phoenix City or Columbus. It's random as fuck, but I just got to ask because this upcoming weekend, Depending on how my weekend goes, I want to get some seafood. What's a good local spot to get some seafood at? Like, I'm talking about, like, crab legs. Like, normally I go to Winn-Dixie or Publix for crab legs, crawfish. But I see people with, like, the little box. Like, you know how the same little box hot wings come in? Like, what's a good little local spot? I can get some crawfish, some shrimp, some crab legs. I've been seeing y'all post the pictures. And... Like, I get, I support everybody hustle. If you do it from your crib and everything, that's cool. But me, I would like a more, like, restaurant. Like, it could be a hole-in-the-wall restaurant. I don't care about all that. But just let me know. It's random as hell, but I really want some crawfish, some crab led this weekend. And if Publix or Winn-Dixie don't have them, where can I go? Like, I ain't saying sit down and eat. I'm trying to take this shit home and grow up at the crib, give me some beer, some liquor, and just vibe out. So if anybody know a spot in the city, let me know ASAP. Before Friday, let me know. But like I said last week, I've been on Game of Thrones heavy. I've been on Game of Thrones heavy for about two weeks straight. And like I said before, uh, you know, with all these streaming platforms and everything, you do got to budget that in. So uh, one, I never had HBO. So that's how I never, like I never was on the Game of Thrones wave when it was going on. Like, I saw people on Sundays it come on, saw people talk about it. It, But I didn't see it to the point where I'm like, man, what's the Game of Thrones? Like, power? When people talking about power, I was like, yo, I got to check this out. But Game of Thrones, I was like, uh, if I watch it, eventually I'll watch it. So I wasn't even on the wave when it was coming out. I think it came out like 2013, 2014, and... I think the series just ended last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think the series ended last year. Uh, but I've been on this for real for a good minute, about two weeks. Now, I know it doesn't take that long to binge watch a show, but me personally, even if I enjoy a show, it's going to take me a while because, one, my work schedule. So if I'm not watching it while at work, when I get home, I'm going to take a nap. That's probably two, three hours. Get up, got to go to the park. That's an hour. By the time I get back, okay, I may want to listen to music on YouTube. So that's however long. I got to, eventually, I got to play the video game. So it's like different days. Like if I'm in the mood to rock, like watch a show, just be lazy, I'm going to knock out some episodes. But constantly, and then Game of Thrones is eight seasons. Each episode, an hour long, 10 episodes a season, hour long. I think the last two seasons got like seven episodes. So you kind of catch my drift. But I've been speeding through it for the most part. I'm on season five right now, midway through season five now. Probably by the time you guys hear this episode, I may be almost done with season five. But I'm almost finished with the show. And what a great show it's been, man. What a great show it's been. I know people said at the end last year they hated how it ended and all that. I'm not at that point yet, of course, but in the back of my mind, I am still thinking. I'm like, damn, people did say they hate the way it ended. But the way this show goes, you really don't, you really can't tell how it's going to end. And uh, like I said, I never was on the way before. 
But I remember my boy Watts. Shout out my nigga Big Watts. He told me a while ago. He was like, man, Game of Thrones is hard, bro. You need to check it out. You need to check it out. And I was at his crib one time. He showed me a scene. At the time, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know who the characters was. Like, he was like, yeah, this Jon Snow. And I'm thinking, it's like, a oh, so they showed him from when they was kids to when they grew up. He was like, no, nah, not for real. But he showed me the scene. And eventually, I noticed the, um, it's the Night Watchers versus the White Walkers. It was that scene, they battle scene. He showed me that, and I was like, okay, cool. This show, it looks straight. So I think probably a few days after that, I started season one. Like, this was probably two years ago. I started season one. I think I was watching that on Prime. I think I was watching The Wire and the first season of Game of Thrones on Prime, I believe. It may have been Hulu, but I think it was Prime. So I watched uh, season one, and compared to now, like I'm deep in the show now and how I know what's going on, season one, I guess I was expecting something different. Like, I paid attention, but compared to now, it's like, damn, did I really catch on? Like I said, it was two years ago, so I'm like, damn, maybe I should have started from season one again, but shit, I'm I'm in it now. I'm, I'm on season five now. I'm in it now, so there's no turning back at this point. So I was like, okay, cool. And um, I don't know. I think I just decided to get the Hulu HBO package again. Uh, like I said, I, I saw The Wire. Uh Last week, I said it was a show I forgot I, was, I wanted to watch, but it was The Sopranos, of course. How could I forget The Sopranos? So, like I said, I've been on this whole HBO thing. Like, I'll probably be on HBO for a minute until something pops up on another streaming platform that I really got to jump to ASAP. But Game of Thrones, bro. I'm not going to try to spoil the show because some people may, watch, may be watching this show right now or they may eventually want to watch it. So, I'm not going to try to spoil but off real, my favorite characters. I have four or five favorite characters. First, off real, my homegirl, man. Mother of Dragons. Shawty so hard, man. <laughs> like, Shawty is hard. Like, she came from the bottom. Like, from the first season, how she was just getting dogged out by her brother and all that. And now, where she at with, like, she real deal, like, built her own empire, like, and she got like great counseling. Like she got some five old heads that's counseling, counseling her. She let one of them go because he was like a traitor. But she had some great counseling. And like she really did, like her and her little army, they'll pull up to a city. They get welcomed. She like, yo, can we come? I ha I have I have dragons. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you want something, we don't have no gold, but I have some dragons I can give you. I got a you can have one of my dragons. So that's how she got, like, entrance into, like, the different cities. Because, you know, they got to say it's, like, the medieval time. So when you enter a city, you got to come through the gates. It's like you can't just pull up. Like, you got to get, like, access to the city and everything. So she's like, yeah, we don't have gold. We starving. If we don't get some food and some something to drink now, we probably die. I don't have nothing to offer you, but I do have dragons. Because I am the mother of dragons. So... She hard, uh, and then, like, she'll go to the city. She'll take their army. She'll, like, set the masters up, whatever, the people that's over the city. She set them up, and she'll free the people. But the, the fine thing about her, she'll free the people and be like, you're all free. If you want, you can roll with us. If not, you can leave. I promise you, you won't die. But if you go by yourself, just know you by yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? You can leave us. I'm not going to get mad if you don't want to roll with us. But just know you out there by yourself. Or you can just roll with me. So every city she go to, that's how she, that's her game plan. Like, I'm going to free the slaves from their masters. I'm going to take the uh, master's army with me. If you want to go, you can go. If you want to stay, you can stay. Just know I am the mother of dragons, though. Like, she <laughs> she is the mother of dragons. She speaks different languages and everything. Um, she had, like I said, she got three dragons. But where I'm at now in the show, season five, it's to the point now she can't control the dragons. Like, you see the dragons from when they were little. And now in season five, they're like full-blown, like, dragons. Uh, I think the main one is Dra- Dragon. And he or she, I don't know, what, I don't know if he's he or she, but... I'm going to say he just because uh, he's to the point where she don't even see him no more. Like, he's flying over different seas and all that. They're like, yeah, he was spotted like a week ago over this sea, but we haven't heard from him since. And um, I think it was the first episode of season season five, uh, a guy came in with a burnt body, like just the skull and the bones showing. And he was like, yeah, this is my three-year-old daughter. She came flying from the sky. I think it was one of your dragons that did it. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, what? So she locked away two of her dragons. And Dragon, the main one, he's still flying. Like, he's big, big now. Like, all three of them big, big now. And she had to lock the other two up. Like, she can't control them no more. Like, they're not, I mean, they're dragons. It's like. When you see people like on Tiger King, like they raising tigers and all that from when they was like babies, but they grow so quickly, you can't control them no more. So basically, that's what it is. So I'm looking to see what's going to happen with that, with the two dragons that's locked up. And like I said, Dragon, he just flying around the uh, the land like it ain't nothing at this point. Um, next, man, Jamie Lannister. I fuck with Jamie Lannister, man, a.k.a. the Kingslayer. He killed uh, Targaryen, Ares Targaryen, and the cool thing about uh, Jamie, man, he was a he was a prisoner because he he killed the king. You know what I'm saying? He, his name is the Kingslayer, but like he was a great swordsman. Uh, and while he was cat while he was captured, they cut off one of his hands, and the hand they cut off was his dominant hand. So of course, fast forward. He got it sold. He got it, you know what I'm saying, taken care of. He returned home to King's Landing to his dad, um, Lord Lord Lannister, Lord Tywin Lannister. He returned home. They gave him like a gold hand. And now he got to train with his other hand, his least dominant hand, to get back to the place he was. And now he's like, while well, I'm at now in the show, he's like really at a crossroads with his brother, his sister slash lover and everything. So... I'm interested to see how his story pans out, but I like I like Jamie Lannister. I'm not mad at Jamie Lannister. I like one of the few Lannisters I do like in the show is Jamie Lannister. The second Lannister I like, that boy Tyron Lannister, the dwarf. He's probably my favorite. Him and Mother of Dragons, they like neck and neck for my favorite character so far. Like I said, I'm in season five, so unless they do something real foul, then that may change my mind, but Tyron. The dwarf, he's my favorite. He be drinking, he be at the brothels, <laughs> and he real smart. Like that's the cool thing about him. Like he just, he goes with the flow. He know how to manipulate people. He be drinking, 
he stay at the brothels. So, <laughs> and, and he's like the outcast of the family because his sister and his uh, his sister and his dad don't care too much for him because when he was born, their mom passed away by giving like giving birth to him. Like I said, he's a dwarf. And you know what I'm saying? This mid this mid evil time. So that was something, you know what I'm saying, they wasn't used to. Like I said, his father is Lord Tywin Lannister. And the craziest thing about it, during the battle, it's Cersei Lannister, whose brother who's it's Cersei Lannister who's Tyron's sister and Jamie's sister, but her and Jamie are like lovers, and their dad is Tywin Lannister. And Cersei's son, one of her sons, was King Joffrey. King Joffrey, who became the king. They had a battle between basically King's Landing, and I can't remember this guy's, uh, what his people are called, but Stannis. His name is Stannis, but I can't remember what his people, you know what I'm saying, what they're called. But it was a good battle. I think it was the end of season two, I believe. It was a good battle. And what happened was, Tyron came up with the whole game plan. Like, we go set the chemicals in the ocean. They go blow up. We go knock they men. We already outnumber them, so we good. But what happened was, throughout the battle, Joffrey, King Joffrey, who's young, he got scared. And his mom was like, y'all bring Joffrey down here. So he was about to leave. And Tyron like, yo, where you going? You the king. You can't leave the battle. Your people going to lose, like, they real deal, like, lose faith if you leave. So he left anyway. He, like, real deal just ditched his people and left. And everybody like, yo, like, it, there's no sense in even fighting no more. Our king just left us. And Tyron was like, no, we're going to whoop these. We're going to whoop their ass. They're trying to come to our gates. We're going to whoop their ass and we're going to drink afterward. So he the one who, like, ran everybody to go fight still. And for the most part, they was doing a great job. And then his dad, um, Tywin Lannister, him and his army came, and they took out, you know what I'm saying, the rest of Stannis' army. And uh, Tywin Lannister, the dad, he took full responsibility for the win, even though Tyron was the one who rallied everybody together after Joffrey left. So they treat, uh, they treat Tyron real bad. But the dope thing about him, like I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's five. This is the reason why he's my one of my favorite characters. The end of season four, which by the way, the best episode sequence, the last two episodes of season four, when the Night Watchers and the Wildens battled at the Wall. That episode, the episode after that, and the first episode of season five was probably my favorite three episodes in a row. Like, those three episodes in a row, that's probably when the show was probably on top. Like I said, I didn't watch the show while it was on. I don't know. Like, I don't know the senses of who's everybody's favorite character. I have no idea. But I feel like those three episodes are probably the three episodes that probably took the show to the top, in my opinion. But... Like, uh, like I said, Tywin took control, but the dope thing about it, first episode of season five, uh, Tywin killed his dad and kills his his girlfriend, who basically was a hoe, and she was sleeping with his dad. Like He walked in and saw her sleeping in his dad's bed, and he choked her out to death. Then he went and killed uh, his dad before he left King's Landing. He was leaving King's Landing because... Uh, 
Joffrey dies, which is probably my favorite scene out the whole show because Joffrey is an asshole. Like, he's the king, rightfully so. He's the king and he got to be an asshole, but fam, he's like the one guy I was like, yo, this man do not die in this show. He's up there with the biggest assholes I've ever seen on TV. But he dies. And the way he dies, it's like, it was at the, uh, I guess, a, a wedding reception. I don't know what it was, basically. But he was being the asshole to his Uncle Tyron, who's a dwarf. He had like five, six dwarfs come out and reenact the battle and everything. And like he was just like telling his uncle, like, like Tyron never... Show respect to Joffrey, who's his nephew. He never respected him and all that. But Joffrey's like, you'll kneel to me. I'm your king. And uh, Joffrey's new wife was trying to deflect the situation, trying to brighten the mood up. So they brought a cake out. They brought a cake and Joffrey was eating it. He was drinking his wine. I'm, I have yet to figure out. I'm at the point now of the show. They have still have yet to say what really killed Joffrey. I think his new wife, grandma, excuse me. I think she had something to do with it. Um, I don't know if Littlefinger. I don't know. No, Little. I don't know if Littlefinger had anything to do with it. I don't. I don't know yet. Like they have yet to give like a straight up answer what happened with Joffrey. But he got poisoned. Like at first he was choking, and then they showed you know that he he was shaking, and his mom Cersei came to look see what's wrong with him, and then he turned around. His face was like purple and white. His eyes were bloodshot red. It was like one of the craziest scenes throughout the whole show but me knowing how tv is i'm like yo this man ain't gonna die they ain't gonna kill joffrey because he like the number one asshole in the show you can't kill the asshole so he just shaking and shaking i'm like eventually he's gonna they're gonna carry him to a chamber or something and whatever and eventually like he really dies like like they showed him with the rocks on his eyes and I was like, oh, shit, Joffrey dead. Like, that was one of the best scenes. Like, I was elated when this nigga died, bro. I was elated. I was like, yes, he dead. But they blaming Tyron for it because Tyron was looking at the cup and everything, and um, they had him on trial. And he was like, I want a trial by combat. So, basically, I get a fighter to face one of y'all fighters. If he wins, I'm good. If he loses... Y'all can kill me. And I can't remember the guy's name who um, he battles, but basically it's the same guy who played Agent Pena on Narcos. I don't know his character. I forgot his character name on Game of Thrones, but the guy who plays Agent Pena on Narcos is the same is the same character. And basically he hated the Lannisters because the Lannisters, he felt like the Lannisters had something to do with his uh, sister dying a few years ago. So he came, and that battle was crazy. He ended up getting his head mashed in by the Lannisters fighter. So Tyron had to get killed. And his brother Jamie looked after him. His, Jamie, his brother Jamie like, yo, I got an escape plan for you. Go up these stairs, knock on the door twice, stop, then knock on the door twice again, and they're going to take you away. So Jamie was looking out for his brother. That's why I feel like Jamie had a crossroads with his family because he looked out for his brother, but... His um, his sister, his lover, which is weird. Like, I know I'm saying that all casually, but it's really like that's how it is. Like, they're brothers and sisters and they're lovers. But before Tyron left, like, he saw the steps and uh, 
he was like, wait, I got to do one more thing first. That's how he, that how he like, made it look. Like, I got to do one more thing. He went to his dad's room and saw his uh, ex in his dad's bed, killed her, went to his dad where his dad was and killed him, and then he left. So, I know that was long, but Tyra Lannister, probably my favorite, man, because he just, he just raw with it. My third, well, my fourth, my fourth favorite character, man, Arya Stark. Arya Stark, the youngest Stark, uh, Stark child. Uh, she's basically, I feel like she's the character of anybody watched the show. You can probably identify with her character. You'll know her character role before you know anybody else's role because she just plays like the prospect, meaning you can see her starting to train, like she learned it from different people. She come around, she remembering faces, like she just a typical TV character in a battle show. Like you see her train, you see her learn new new techniques, you see her get this sword and all that. She traveled to different places. So I just feel like anybody who watched this show, you'll know her character because it's like a typical, okay, she's the young prospect. She's the one training and doing all this. Um, and she's like the one who hasn't been seen since her dad was beheaded. That was like first, like I said, that's all first season stuff. And I can't remember all that at the top of my head, but she hasn't been seen. Like if you see her around, the, you see her around the country, you're like, oh shit, that's Arya Stark. We thought you were dead. You know what I'm saying? And she been running around with the hound who's like, who I can say like he's lethal with that sword. Bruh is lethal with the sword. He just scared of fire because his brother messed his side of his face up when he was uh, a kid. But when it comes to the sword, the hound, the truth. I give him that. The hound, the truth, man. Um, and like I said, she run, she's walking around with the hound and she's learning like different things from him. Like, even though, like, they got, like, an odd relationship, you can tell he's kind of influencing her, too, at the same time. Like, he'll tell her, like, you can't, like, we going around the country. We sitting at this uh, old man house with just him and his daughter. I'm going to rob him for his silver because you can't trust anybody and winter is coming. Like, that's the main thing you're going to hear throughout the show. Winter is coming. And I'm waiting to see what that really means. Like, I remember seeing that when the show was on TV. They was like, ooh, new Game of Thrones coming. Winter is coming. And I was like, what does winter is coming mean? I think I know what it means, but I have yet to really see what it exactly means. But, you know. But you can see the hound influencing her. Like, he's teaching her, like, I guess she's so pure in her heart. He's teaching her, like, yo, you got to be gritty out here. You can't just be all nice with people because this... It's a cutthroat game we in, you know what I'm saying? So you can tell he's influencing her. And she also is getting influenced by the uh, faceless man who's like damn near a superhero <laughs> out this whole show because like he met her, he gave her a coin or whatever, and then he was like, uh, I forgot where they were staying at this time. He was like, you just give me three names and the man will kill her. Like he don't have a name or nothing like and then he can change his face and all that. So she really did tell him, like, somebody messed with her or something. She was like, kill uh, that guy over there. He be like, the man needs a name. <laughs> like, so she got to, like, figure whoever the guy is, his name. And she'll run around trying to find him. And she'll, like, he'll just be chilling. And then she'll be like, his name is such and such. Okay, it's done. 
Sooner or later, you just see the man who she said with an arrow in his head or something like that. And that's another fine thing about this show. The beheadings, the arrow strikes, uh, the sword fights, all that. All that is just top-notch, man. Um, but Arya Stark, her and the Hound, ended up going to this wedding where Arya's brother Rob Stark and her mom Caitlin was. So they was going to the wedding. They were going to the wedding. They got there probably a few minutes late or they would have been part of a massacre. And that comes to my next favorite person. At the time, it was Rob Stark. But he died in a massacre at a wedding, him and his mom, which was a complete setup from the get-go. It was like season four, I believe. Season three, I think it was season four. The massacre at the wedding. And uh at the time Rob Stark was my favorite because he was like maneuvering, trying to get every trying to uh get prepared for war and everything. And he met his uh he met his wife to be and she announced she was pregnant. And like that whole scene, because they set it up, then the warrior just came and stabbed his pregnant wife's stomach. Everybody like, yo, what the hell going on? And all those people start killing the Stark people, they killed the mom and if Arya and the Hound would have got there like a few minutes before, they would have been a part of that. But they was out; they were legit outside the door when it happened. And they, you know, Arya went to hide and everything. Crazy, crazy scene. But Rob Stark, I like Rob Stark also. Jon Snow, I like too. But I think Jon Snow, Jon Snow and Arya, probably the two I could be like everybody probably like them. Jon Stark, I definitely rock with Jon Stark. Like, he's definitely coming to his own this season on season five after the battle with the Wildens. Being that he was with the Wildens because he got kidnapped, he met the girl, him and the girl fell in love, really, but they couldn't really show it because he was a crow, she was a Wildin. Um, and she was like, it, it was to the point where like, they were so in love and Jon Snow had left them and she shot three arrows at him and everybody like, well, did you kill him? She like, I shot three arrows in him. He should be dead. And then they was like, well, you're the most lethal shooter we know with the arrow. What you mean he should be dead? You must then hit him at the right places. You must have shot him at the place you know he wouldn't die. Basically, that what they were saying. And she was like, okay, then, when we go to battle, I don't, I'm the one who's going to kill John Stark. And if I see any one of y'all, like, she's like the only female in the group, too. And she's like, well, if we go to war, I'm the one who's going to kill John Stark. If I see anybody else try to kill John Stark, I'm going to put an arrow through you too. Like, she was hard now. She was hard. But that battle, man, John Stark really, John Snow, I'm, I'm sorry. John Snow, he's the bastard child of, of the Stark family. That's why his name is Snow. But you, people still want to say Stark, but I respect the man. I'm going to say John Snow. But uh, that battle, like, you had giants and... The wall, like 600, 700 feet. They shooting arrows down from the wall. Uh, people, they kicking down the doors. It was a crazy scene, man. Crazy, crazy scene. So I'm at season five right now. Like I said, probably my favorite scene so far was when Joffrey died. That was probably my favorite scene so far and the best episodes in a row. Like you don't even got to know the show. Just watch. The last two, just watch season, season four 
episode nine, episode 10, and the first episode of season five. Like, just start there. And then whenever I get to the scene where Watt showed me with the Night Watchers and the uh, White Walkers, watch that episode too. But definitely, last two episodes of season four, first episode of season five. And trust me, you may want to just go back and watch season one after that. Like, trust me, y'all. Like, I always wanted to watch this show. But, of course, like I said, I never had HBO. So I couldn't watch it. And now with all this streaming, I'm like, you know what? I need a good bench. You know what I'm saying? Then, of course, after this, I'm going to watch Sopranos, Westworld, uh, Watchmen, all the HBO shows, Ballers, shit, Insecure. I'm about to watch all that back to back to back to back to back. Trust me. But so far, man, I'm loving this Game of Thrones, man. I just want to give y'all a little peek of my... uh. What I've taken away from the show so far, I didn't want, like I said, I didn't want to spoil it. Like, in between those characters, you have other characters. Like I said, you got Cersei, you got Littlefinger, you got uh, the other Night Watchers, all they were going through. You got the younger, you got, y'all forgot about the younger Stark brother. I don't know if Arya older than him or not, but you got the other Stark brother who can't walk, but he be on his Undertaker shit. He wrote his eyes to the back of his head, and he'll go in the place of Hordor, who's like a giant or a wolf or something like that. He hard. Of course, you got the White Walkers still around. They like the 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 unique thing about Game of Thrones. You got the night uh, the White Walkers come about every now and then. So it's a great show, man. It's definitely definitely a great show. I will say, be aware when you first start the show. It's a lot of storylines going on at once, and they all don't end up in the same place. Like. What Mother of Dragons got going on is totally different from what Tyron going got going on. What Tyron got going on completely different from what Jon Snow got going on. So like a soap opera, like everybody got their own storyline. So definitely, definitely check it out. Um, the way it's looking now, I'm not gonna say it too too soon because we still got a minute to go. But this show, like the way I'm attached to these characters, is kind of like how it was for Sons of Anarchy. Like, Sons of Anarchy is the one show I've been attached to the characters. Like, everyone. Like, from the mom to Jax, everybody on Sons of Anarchy. I was like, damn, like, this is my show. So, this is how it's going so far with uh, Game of Thrones. Because then again, like I said with Joffrey, you never know who's going to die when. Like, when Rob Stark and Caitlyn Stark died at the wedding, I was like, yo, what's going on? I was like, this is a massacre just took place. And then with Joffrey, I thought that was just a pump fake. I was like, man, they ain't gonna let Joffrey die. They ain't gonna let the asshole die. And then when he died and the way he died, when I said I just kept, I had to rewind that scene, bro. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So definitely, man, check out Game of Thrones. And like I said before, man, I just wanted to come and give you guys a good little positive episode. Just, you know what I'm saying? A good distraction away from everything that's been going on the past couple of weeks, man. Uh, I feel like I owe I owe to everybody, man. Past two episodes been very, very heavy. I just want to give y'all what I've been on lately. What I've been on lately is Game of Thrones. Like, if anybody text me, anybody call me, what you doing? Watching Game of Thrones. Still? Yep. <laughs> ain't no telling when I'm going to finish it. Like I said, the way my schedule goes and everything... But like I said, like I'll probably be finished with episode five by the time you guys hear this episode. Season six has ten episodes. 
and season seven and eight, I think they got like seven episodes. So I should be finished soon enough, man. So far, I'm very, very, uh, very, very entertained by this show, man. I'm mad I wasn't on it when it was out, but that's the best thing about these streaming platforms. You can go back, watch, and see what the hype was about. And I can see what the hype was about, and I can only imagine what's about to take place before season before the uh, show is over with. So check it out, man. Game of Thrones, HBO, the Hulu pack, the uh, Hulu pack with HBO. That's why I'm watching that now. I think Prime Video has it also, but definitely the Hulu the Hulu pack is much much simpler. Uh, got all the HBO shows, man. So yeah, man, check it out if you haven't already. appreciate y'all for tuning in this has been episode 78 stash house podcast make sure everybody go out stay safe man have a great work week stay alert stay aware man and continue to know what's going on throughout the world man you never know man vital information out there so everybody stay safe keep me in your prayers i do the same for y'all man see you same time next week salute